Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. Hello everyone out there, and thank you for listening to this episode of Dane Rants! It's a show in which your good friend Dane Alves breaks down some stuff that he just wants to talk about and get off his mind. Uh, If you're new to the Geek Vibes universe, if you will, uh, especially if you don't listen to Wrestling Geeks Alliance, uh, I am Dane Alves. I'm going to be your host of Dane Rants, a show, like I said, in which I rant usually about comic book movie-related stuff. Sometimes I do another form of the show called Monday Suck, where I go more political, but this one's just more fun, and uh, just want to talk about some of the stuff going on. Uh, there's a lot of, uh, you know, fun things in the future for Marvel and DC, and lots of other comp properties going forward. Um, I think mainly for Marvel, for me, is everything that they've built up on WandaVision, and the implications and, you know, what happens from that will then feed into the new Spider-Man movie coming out, I believe, next November? I think it's around that time. Should have it right in front of me. Sorry. And then the following March, I believe, is when the Multiverse of Madness comes out. So I don't care what Tom Holland says. I believe some of the sources that I have heard from, um, you know, whether it be an Andy Signor uh, who gets a lot of information. He's got his own YouTube station, popcornplanet.com, uh, or Popcorn Planet, I should say, for YouTube. Check it out. Uh, usually has a r- lot of great sources. His buddy Jody, Jody's Corner, another one. Uh, they find out a lot of information. Or uh, trying to think of um, you know any other sources that I can just give for information to people that if you don't, maybe if you want to learn inside scoops, these are people that you should uh, listen to. Um, Humberto, Humberto Gonzalez. Now I feel like a dick. Uh, but Humberto, he created Heroic Hollywood. He is incredible writer, scooper, if you will. And there's so many other forms, but all the information that I'm trying to basically say, the information involving Andrew Garfield, Tony McGuire coming back. I do think they're coming back in Spider-Man. I do think we're cracking into the multiverse in Marvel. Multiverse of madness, if you will. I think Scarlet Witch is going to be your primary villain, or at least one of the main focuses in uh, Doctor Strange. Um, I think we are going to, like is rumored, have Tobey Maguire showing up in that movie. 
Uh, you know, Sam Raimi is doing it, and that is something going around right now. And I love this. I love the the concept of kind of picking and choosing. You know, if they do incorporate, which I believe, like I said, the rumors to be true, Andrew and Toby, that should really make things interesting going forward um, of them acknowledging that and how Sony now is incorporating. They have a Sinister Six that sounds like it's from a multiverse. You know, at least we know, most likely, Michael Keaton is going to be involved. He was in the Morbius trailer. But he'll probably be involved as the Vulture. And then they have, you know, Dr. Ock, um, Alfred Molina from uh, Spider-Man 2. Very uh, wonderful superhero film from back in the day. Uh, he's coming back. And Jamie Foxx as Electro. But I've talked about all this. I just, if an, if an actor says something's not going to happen, like I'm not playing con, Benedict Cumberbatch, you know, it might be I am playing con. I just can't tell you. If I tell you, the studio will kill me. And someone like Tom, who's been putting time out before for this, you know, I'm not saying don't trust him, but it's if he knew, he wouldn't tell you anyway. So there is that. And, uh, yeah, we will have a full review. I'll be doing a show, probably recording it. Uh, I'm recording this show on a Wednesday. Uh, it is the 3rd. So expect us next Monday to record the show, have it out by Tuesday or Wednesday, and it's going to be an over uh, haul, you know, an overview of all the information with WandaVision. We're going to go through all eight episodes and as a whole, just talk about the show itself and what this will mean for the MCU going forward. We got one last episode. It's going to be 50 minutes, longest episode they've had. I love the last episode. Um, I just think it was it's very well done, and Elizabeth Olsen. Uh, she should be getting a lot of praise for the amount of acting that she's doing. She's doing a clinic, uh, being able to go from like a hokey character from a 1970s sitcom to someone that actually is showing all the terrible things in front of her. Catherine Hahn's another one. Oh my God. She's incredible in this as Agatha Hartness, um, or Agnes, which I knew by the way, I'm saying that for a while. Um, just saying, brush it off my shoulder. But uh, yeah, this is uh, this is some some interesting stuff. I don't know. I, I don't even know if I introduced the show right. I kind of just you know took a couple puffs and decided to come on here and start talking. And that's where Dane Rance gets his name from. So if I didn't introduce, um, if you guys are somehow brand new from hearing me or or anything with Geek Fives, go to Geek Fives Nation. That's geekfivesnation.com. There you'll find website with news articles from various different geek culture-related items. You know, we got stuff for your comic movies, movies, comics, video games, pro wrestling. We've got a bunch of different people, awesome contributors, awesome writers, writing articles. We also have links to our social media platforms. If you want to look on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, Geek Vibes Nation. Uh, you know, join the sensation, join Geek Vibes Nation. It's my little extra stupid dad rhyme, even though I don't have children. Um, yeah, and you can find any of our audio stuff on any, you know, uh, downloadable platform, whether it be iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, just search, you know, Geek Vibes Nation or by the show. Once you know about us, you can find us anywhere. So you don't have to listen to it on one format. Sometimes, specifically Dane Rance and my wrestling show that I do it, Christopher Brother Ray Patton, my good buddy, uh, Wrestling Geeks Alliance, will put the audio on YouTube, but sometimes we don't. You can still find it, like I said, just Google search it or find it on geekfivesnation.com. So uh, let's, let's, let's more or less 
kind of leave Marvel because the main thing that I want to talk about in this conversation is what's going on with DC. And with all the the uh, aggressive nature, um, it just seems like a fucking fight. You know, just a brawl of, of the, the, the situation between DC management, Warner Brother management, um, sometimes cast members, if you want to, you know... Talk about the whole Ray Fisher thing. I don't don't feel like doing that at all. Um, but I'm just saying, there is a lot of problems, a lot of issues, a lot of studio interference. Uh, we're going to be finding out soon. January 18th, I believe. Or not January, March 18th. Or maybe it's 15th. It's, it's coming at the end of this month. Um, Justice League Snyder Cut. Whether or not Zack Snyder actually had a daunting film of his concept... Not just his film, because he extended it and made more of it, but his full-out concept, uh, backed by you know uh, some some money from Warner Brothers, and the news is that he is leaving it on a cliffhanger, and that has aggravated some people. I'm not too aggravated. I think I get it. I kind of I've had a let's say not the greatest relationship with Walter Hamada as far as me. I don't know, trying to give him any credit because I think that he's fucked stuff up. I think that he's gone off and, you know, this is not fair to him because I'm sure there's many people that are high level, uh, his bosses as well, that might have something to do with it, but very reactionary. If an audience that they're screening it for, several of them don't like something, they went ahead and allowed a music video company or a company that makes music videos, commercials, stuff like that to infiltrate David Ayer's version of Suicide Squad and completely redo it so it sounded like a, you know, America's top 20 <laughs> songs of all time uh, constantly while it just so abrupt. And BVS obviously had that problem. Justice League also did too. Excuse me as I uh, try to clear my throat. <laughs> Sorry, I had to do that. <coughs> so anyways... um. Yeah, so it's going to be on a cliffhanger, and I get why people would be aggravated. It's like, finally, Zach, you get to do what you got to do. Doesn't look like there's going to be more, and now you're just going to kind of abruptly end it with something big to take us into the next film, which is apparently supposed to be that dream world that was back from BVS uh, that Barry tried to warn Bruce about, and Bruce, I think, got killed by Superman, if I'm not. I'm going through all the films. Uh, right now, I made it through Wonder Woman, and then I realized I had to do 1984 again. And it's not that it was terrible, it's just I was so tired by the end of that movie when I watched it that I didn't give it a second chance, and now I have to. So, you know, that... Uh, it's it's daunting. I can't wait for Man of Steel. I'm looking forward to actually seeing BVS again. And then, by that time, I think it should be out, and then after that, you watch Aquaman and Shazam... Um, oh no, Suicide Squad happens before Justice League, I believe. I'll watch all of them. Some of them are pretty damn good films, in my opinion. Loved Wonder Woman, loved Man of Steel. Aquaman was fine, you know, fun. Probably the most Marvel adventure, if you will, of all the DC films. But uh, I actually did like the extended cut of BVS. Um, I think I was conditioned to like that movie regardless, though. I'll, I'll, I'll be honest about that. Because I wanted it to be good. I wanted to enjoy it. And 
I did. I, I really, honestly, I think I did. Um, although I've only seen it once in theaters, was kind of disappointed. Saw the extended version. I think I watched the normal version when it came out, and then I also watched the extended version, liked the extended version way more so. So that was back, kitty. That was back when that first came out. So it's 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 definitely been a minute. Um, but yeah, just go in and seeing if this version will really maybe bring subscribers. Maybe this is all a ploy for Zack Snyder to be like, hey, I wanted to do two more films. Uh, let's wrap this up, you know, the right way, which I kind of agree with. Or maybe this is him giving a big F you to the company because he knows he's not going to be doing much. I don't think that Patty Jenkins is going to be doing much with Wonder Woman after this. She's going to be working on Rogue Squadron uh, for Disney and Lucasfilms. Who knows? Maybe she's got a third one up her sleeve. I just know that she's been aggravated a bit lately because of stuff in management. And um, apparently she wanted to do a Superman film. And a lot of the ideas she had that were in Wonder Woman 1984 were for her concept of a Superman film. So... That kind of stinks. You know, we know that other directors have been kind of turned down from their versions. And now we're going to be getting a version. So that's a very interesting concept because I remember, I know everyone knows the the the, uh, the news, if you will, about it. But um, they're going to be doing a African-American Superman. And J.J. Abrams is producing. I feel terrible because now I don't have the guy's name in front of me. Um, which is not what I meant to do. Um, Tanahisi Coates. Uh, he will be writing it. He wrote comic books. He wrote a bunch of books, obviously, way before this, but he wrote in comics for Black Panther. A lot of that run apparently, um, you know, caught the eye of, uh, oh man, Black Panther's director. Why can't. Like, I love Creed, I love Fruitful Station, why the hell can't I think of his name? I know that you guys are yelling at me for it, and I understand, it's pretty ridiculous, that I'm gonna, before I see it, I'm gonna remember Ryan Coogler, that's right. Ryan Coogler was very inspired by, uh, you know, Mr. Coates' um, concept of Black Panther, a lot of that premise went into his story for this, he also wrote uh, the Captain America comic books as of recently, and uh, he's going to be penning the script, or at least coming up with the story, along with J.J. Abrams, for the Superman story. So, we don't know exactly which version this is. That's kind of my idea that I proposed on our Facebook page. Like I said, if you guys want to join our Facebook conversation, Geek Fives Nation, on Facebook, join it, and we'll talk. We'll have some uh, discussions and, and whatnot. But I like the concept, if we can do this, if we can... Allow the next couple of years to transition the Snyderverse, if not out, extending it to a new direction. And what I mean by that is, so you have Earth 1, Earth 2, Earth however many, Christ on Infinite Earth kind of condensed all this, and at least we know that where the TV Earths kind of line up within all that, actually including Christopher E. Superman's world, uh, the Ryan Reynolds Green Lantern's world, uh, you know, Legion of Superheroes world. What was another one? Doom Patrol, which is on the same uh, Earth as Teen Titans. And then obviously your Supergirl, Green Arrow, all of them got merged, the CW-verse, if you will, into one world. So within that, we got two Supermans. 
um, that I like. One is the Brandon Routh one that had the Kingdom Come outfit. Uh, he was still alive at least at the end. Spoiler alert: if you didn't, if you saw, if you didn't see Crisis, um, I apologize for spoiling it for you. But I don't really watch CW shows, but I watch all the event ones. And I'm gonna check out uh, Clark and Lois. Or Superman and Lois, whatever it's called, because I actually hear it was really well done, or at least the pilot was. So, hopefully, it just doesn't get so soap opera-ish or so left-leaning political, you know, stances. I just want to have a fun superhero show. If you want to show me her like heroism and and amazing, you know, whether it be male or female characters, just do that. Don't say that you're gonna do it and make a big deal about it, and then you know, kind of put up your flag like we did this. Uh, I think that WandaVision and Mandalorian are good examples of that. You know, neither one of them promoted, this is a female show, this is a female-centric show, this is for all the women. And yet they all had amazing female members of the cast that did uh, great performances, and they were badass, and they didn't have to mention that stuff. That's the type of stuff I'm talking about. Um, Supergirl. Sorry I'm talking to you a little bit. I love Melissa Benoit, but, you know, just saying, my honest opinion, a lot of those shows... Uh, Flash and Arrow, after like three seasons, I got out of them. I just couldn't do it anymore. I got a little bit much. And uh, But what I'm saying is, I don't know if it's exactly on that earth or it's a reflection of a different one with the same people, but Superman and Lois, uh, you have your classic Superman. Like, more so your kind of G-golly-gosh. I guess, I guess the Brandon Rout, Christopher Reeves version is the old school, the golden age, if you will. So this is more of like your Silver Age pre-Crisis Superman. And then Henry Cavill is like your kind of your Man of Steel, uh, quite literally. Uh, but even New 52-esque, newer age version. It's a little bit more, not necessarily dark, but not as uh, shiny and bright, if you will, as the previous two Supermen. And then this one, uh, I don't see That's the question is, uh, is if they are not just, you know, doing a brand new Clark Kent story um, with an African-American Superman with the whole Kansas plot, Ma Kent, Pa Kent, uh, which version do they do between Calvin Ellis, um, who I believe is Cal-El still within his universe, um, or Val Zod, uh, who is the Earth-2 Superman, I would actually kind of combine the efforts. Falzab would be the name of the alias from Krypton. He would have his past on Krypton of, you know, kind of coming to grips with the fact that he's a Zod. I think someone tried to explain this to me. I could be wrong about this. Actually, I saw it in a YouTube video. But from what I gather, on the way from Krypton to here, he started understanding the era of his family's ways or certain members, General Zod. Um... And became a pacifist, I guess. And then when he came to Earth, that Superman, Batman, and Wonder Woman were killed off very quickly. And other people had to fill in, so it was like a different reflection. They had Alan Scott as the Green Lantern in those comics. Uh, and I, I read a lot of the first parts of that. Very interesting. And this is where Valzad came from. Calvin Ellis is a Elseworld that is based off of Superman being African-American uh, with a very similar story, I believe, to Clark Kent and going and becoming president. So I take it aspects of both stories. It's Valzad. He goes by Calvin Ellis as his alias. And this is that Superman story. 
So, two things to do. I mean, if you give Zack Snyder, or the, the Snyderverse, if you will, the next couple of years, we know we're getting an Aquaman sequel, hopefully without Amber Heard. Um, we know we're getting that. Probably one more Wonder Woman. I'm assuming a second Shazam, Black Adam, I'm assuming will be attached to that. So we got quite a few films to have this. Uh, I would love to have another Henry Cavill Superman film. But if you give me maybe the two films that Zack has left, one of them is the this version that goes in this, you know, post-apocalyptic world that all of them are living in um, and kind of explores that, changes the timeline, changes it back to everything. And maybe the last one is just whatever. Maybe it's more about the Trinity itself. Wonder Woman, Batman, Superman. That's how you kind of wrap up the arcs for Ben Affleck and uh, Ben Affleck's Batman and uh, the Superman, Henry Cavill's version of it. Um, so, I don't know. It, it, it's, it's actually pretty hard because then you also have Flashpoint coming out and Flashpoint's probably going to make some implications to everything. I would love, like I said, for Zach to get the rest of what he wants to get off his chest. Use Superman in Shazam, like's rumored, the second Shazam. Use Batman in the Flashpoint. And maybe kill Batman beforehand, or just at the end of it, Robert Pattinson is now the Batman because, you know, he fudged with the whole timeline, and even Barry doesn't know how he did it. I don't know. Remember, Flashpoint was used in the comics and on the animated uh, version as a starting point to completely destroy the last version and usher in this newer version where they could do what they want. So they can still use that. I, I'm not even saying necessarily that Ezra Miller has to be Barry Allen post Flashpoint. They can do what they want. Um, I'd love to see Grant and, and, and uh, Ezra together, um, even if they just kind of reflect on that scene from Ezra's point of view uh, that was in the was in the crisis um, after the crisis event episodes. I think it was on the third episode where both Barrys met each other. Very cool concept. Very cool moment. I think, especially for the CW universe itself. But yeah, you can totally use that as a launching point. Or you can separate it by worlds. While you're doing this, you get the Matt Reeves stuff coming out. You get a movie, another movie under its belt. And then you do the Superman film probably before the sequel. So it would be probably Matt Reeves' Batman, this Superman from Abrams and Coates. Um, and then the next one, and incorporate him in the same world, give him a lot of, uh, you know, similar things. Flashpoint can be a reason for you to kind of reset the whole thing. If you wanted to have it all in the same universe, you could kill off Henry Cavill's Superman, and then Calvin Ellis, a.k.a. Valzad, a.k.a. whoever, that version takes over, like in the Valzad uh, version in the comics in Earth 2. Um, the same could be said with Batman, Ben Affleck's Batman dying beforehand, and then that flashpoint is the reason why Robert Pattinson replaces him. Um, you know, maybe maybe Ben Affleck randomly is Thomas Wayne uh, somehow, and Flash doesn't realize it, and at the end of it, it's all of a sudden Robert Pattinson, like, completely changed it up. I don't know if they're going to do that. I doubt they will. But I'm just saying, they have lots of options. I just have about as much hope most of the time for DC like I do with WWE, because... They have a lot of great options, but instead they just decide to go with the course that they're going. 
Hey, it gets very frustrating because I'm not someone, I love comic book movies, I love comics, I have since I was probably like 11, 10, probably even younger. Always read them, studied up on them, um, bought the graphic novels, would go to Barnes & Noble on Friday nights at the mall to go read comic books uh, in the corner. That was very cool of me. I also got some girls to flash me in the, the elevators too, so maybe maybe it wasn't that bad being a teenager. Um, I don't know why I just randomly told you guys that, but it's true. Um, not going to tell you the girls that's rude. That would be extremely fucking rude. But, yeah, I, I don't know exactly what I would do. Like I said, if you want to keep Gal Gadot as Aqua, or <laughs> Gal Gadot as Wonder Woman, if you want to keep Ezra as The Flash, if you want to keep Shazam going on, if you want to keep uh, Aquaman with Jason Momoa, I get it. Sorry, Ray Fisher. I don't think you're coming back as Cyborg, so didn't really include you in all that. Ben Affleck seems like if you asked him to do some more stuff, I know he got aggravated along with everything that was going on in his life at the time because it seemed like it was completely falling apart. And then the movie that didn't do really well at the theaters, one of his first ones, 400 Brothers, so they took that out on him. Um, and he wanted to really badly direct a Batman movie, but that was taken away from him. I still think that you can get him to play the older Bruce Wayne for a little while if if they were to offer him some cash, some moolah, and uh, that's up to their bank accounts. I'm just saying, if, if Snyder Cut does get some subscribers and a lot of people are watching and this, this is actually good, <laughs> which is something that's got to happen first, we can go from there and see if that influences DC for... Hey, let's, like we said at the last little convention thing that we did online, we're going to embrace the multiverse. We're going to make Elseworld stories like Joker and Matt Reeves' Batmans, but we'll have also this primary universe. Let's finish up Henry Cavill's arc. I love that. Even if you have to do it in Justice League movies and Shazam, you know, if you do that, time it right. He dies, and then you have this come in, or Henry kind of just goes off and... They leave the Snyder characters as they could happen more in the future, but we're going to go to Earth 2 now and really start working on our Pattinson's Batman and uh, if, it, if it were to be Michael B. Jordan's Superman. Um, I'm down for that, too. It's, it's, it's either way. But I want them to mess with stuff. I want them to have fun. I want Marvel and DC to really explore their multiverse, take what they want. If Marvel wants to say, take X-Men characters that we already know. And the ones I would only really want is Quicksilver, because he replaces a dead Quicksilver. So, Evan Peters, which I liked his performance more. I'll admit that. And like a Fassbender Magneto. Um, or, uh, what's his name? Oh, man, I always forget. James McAvoy, his Professor X. I'll take them. Because one of the things, and if I'm going to go down this route, and I'll get back to... Uh, what I was going to say about the Superman movie, or DC, because I forgot to bring this up during Scarlet Witch, is um, you still need that impact of what happened to Magneto previously. Why he has an association for hatred with humans, even before, or even before basically mutants start being outed. He found out he had powers when he was very young, but he has this deep hatred because he was a part of the Holocaust. If you bring Fassbender into it, you could either say that you de-aged Magneto like they did in the comics, because they did, or 
that he knows his past, but he just knows what's going on. He doesn't really share that information. And you just merge him in. Same thing with Charles. Because you want I want younger for everything. I want, you know, 30s and basically, no, no, 20s and early 30s. If Fassbender and McAvoy are the oldest, that's that's good. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. I don't want them too old, and you can't have them to the age of where Magneto would have gone through the Holocaust because that's Ian McKellen's age, and we need probably someone younger, unless you're going to change it up completely, and in which I have suggested, let's do Denzel Washington, because besides the fact that one of the main concepts in which Stanley and Jack Kirby created Magneto, one of them was more of the ideology uh, associated with Malcolm X, while Professor X had more of like the the Martin Luther King aspect. You know, I think that that is something pretty uh, pretty important in the dichotomy of Magneto is to have that style of aggression and almost hatred based before you are hated as a mutant, you were hated as something else. So with the fact that it was, you know, with the X-Men based off civil rights and the civil rights movement itself, why not have Magneto played by an African-American? I said Denzel Washington because he's one of my favorite actors. He played Malcolm X and he's not been associated in the comic book film. And as a villain, he, or not even, Magneto is a very unique villain because he's a bad guy, but he has, you start, it's very, very similar to Killmonger. It's very similar to, you start understanding where they're coming from. And that is a very scary individual. And there's always redeeming qualities. Um, so I thought that, that would be... But if you have someone like Michael Fassbender, he knows he came to this universe. Now Scarlet Witch is a daughter, whatever you... Or he's the original father for her or something like that. I'm okay. We still have a, a major character that's supposed to be popping up. And if it's Doctor Strange, I'm not going to be too happy with that because, to me, that's not really same level of, of intrigue as, say, I don't know, maybe like a Tony Stark appearance or Magneto or Professor X or Reed Richards because we haven't seen this uh, this person that um, I was going to say Photon, but oh man, uh, Monica Monica Rambo that she was talking about. So who knows? I think this is going to really expand things, though, regardless on WandaVision with the multiverse kind of disintegrating the Fox stuff. You already have Sony now fully flourished and able to pull from. We're interacting with the MCU. It's it's a lot of fun. we got X-Men coming out. We have all this stuff with Sony going on. We have, you know, uh, Fantastic Four, The Eternals. Uh, all the Netflix characters looks like they're actually going to be played mostly by the same actors. It seems like, um, at least, um, Charlie Cox from Matt Murdock and everyone's coming back in that universe. Namor, we can now do. 
So we can really, Doctor Doom, Galactus, so many things to do for the MCU going forward without Cap and Iron Man around. So that's awesome. I wish DC could be on that level, but they can. And uh, with with them, really, like you said, like you said you're going to do, you know, it was, I believe it was um, Jim Lee, uh, who's in charge of, like, DC Comics, Walter Hamada, who's in charge of DC, like, the films, the entertainment brand, and I don't remember who the other gentleman was. They're all working together to really... Oh, it was uh, Greg Berlanti, who does the TV stuff and Teen Titans on, you know, all the all the shows. They're all working together to make sure this whole multiverse is cohesive. So just do that. Finish up the characters that would be associated with Snyder. Let Wonder Woman have her run with Gal Gadot. Jason Momoa, like I said. Flash or Ezra Miller. blah dee blah blah Shazam. Two more... Uh, Snyder films, and I would actually go a different way. I said that you incorporate, like I said, you 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 have, and I guess on this this proposed show, and I'm saying this for Warner Brothers, uh, you know, their HBO Max app. Uh, I would put this like their like a Mandalorian level show, but even more so. I would do two shows actually. I'm gonna really go into it. Um, the first show would actually be like a Brave and the Bold style show, which if you know the Batman cartoon, if anyone grew up watching that, uh, that was based off a comic book in which there's always two heroes. I believe Hal Jordan and Barry Allen were the first two. I could be wrong on that. And they would go on adventures and whatnot. Kind of like Justice League Unlimited too. Uh, had a very similar theme showing you the different heroes of the DC universe. I would do that with the DC multiverse. Like, what could pop up is anything from any time. So you could actually potentially have, I don't know. I'm not saying that it could get to this level, but just for an example, Stephen Amell's Green Arrow, who is more towards the beginning of his career, just ripped out of the multiverse. They don't really have a Beyonder in DC. Maybe Spectre and, and, and Phantom Stranger are arguing, and it's about their relationship and they put two heroes that they pick on an adventure together so michael keaton as batman i don't know probably not michael keaton's batman but you get what i'm saying different characters kind of really going into this concept what they did with christ on infinite earth and allowing two to however many characters to have an adventure and call it brave in the bowl because that's already a stamped concept from dc the other one i would do is jla and that's so Snyder can get his stuff done, and you can have Batman, Robert Pattinson, Superman, uh, Michael B. Jordan, whether he's Kal-El, Falzad, Calvin Ellis, whoever the fuck he is, you know. Even if he's playing Clark Kent, like I said, Kal-El. Um, they meet in this, and I would do the first episode of this show, this proposed show, uh, or the first couple, the first arc, much like the animated series, except for use the White Martians. Um, use a bunch of aliens coming in undetected and heroes popping up here and there and then banded together to fight. And to me, that would be a lot of fun. The whole season really could be half about that and then half about the group itself finding themselves. And then you have like someone at the end guest star that joins the group. That's like a big deal where you introduce like the first five or six at the beginning 
of the series in the first episode just coming together. Maybe they're individual stories, and then they come together. Um, and I would do it differently. I would, you know, I, I some stuff, and I think I kind of alluded to this. I think it's kind of messed up when companies over-advertise that they're doing something big. Like, we're going to turn a character gay, which, who gives a shit? You should be able to... That, that's something that, that bothers me or anything like that. Or, or we're going to change the race of a character. But they want it for publicity sake. They want to get people to read it because they're going for the dollars. They're not trying to be, to me at least, with these big companies, they're not trying to change up the norm. They're not trying to, you know, just be progressive. They're just trying to get people to buy something by advertising it. And I kind of think that's disgusting. That's kind of like what I was alluding to with great female characters on both WandaVision and also Mandalorian. Um, so where the fuck was I going with this? But I want a very diverse cast. Um, I want to have, I want everyone to feel included. You know what I'm saying? Like, if I were to have, so if this was Earth 2, and we base it off the concept of the first Wonder Woman, the first Batman, the first Superman dying, I have three people cast in mind for that. Batman you can't do. You gotta just keep it how it is, and Robert Pattinson's the one who dies. Uh, for Calvin Ellis, I think it makes a lot of sense uh, to have him replace whoever Superman. So, I think I had, and I'll just make sure about this. So I got the casting right here. Um, all right. So, if we were to have them included, Henry Golding as Kal-El Superman, I think that he'd be great. Crazy Rich Asians, I, I believe, is the first big thing that he was in. He's going to be Snake Eyes. I think he's like 6'3", six, 6'4". Six, uh, Asian Gentleman. I, he's He's got a very unique mixture, and I forgot what it was, but uh, just good-looking dude. He, I think he'd be perfect. And then Marina Baccarin, who was in Gotham. Um, what was the name of her character in Gotham? I can't remember. Dr. Lee Thompson. That's right. And then she was Deadpool's girlfriend, obviously. But... I mean, I've loved her for years. Beautiful Brazilian-European mix. Um, I've, I, She was one of my top choices for Wonder Woman for a long time. Uh, similar frame. And then for my Flash, I'm doing Wally West. So he would be set up from his mentor and professor, uh, Barry Allen, played by Neil Patrick Harris. Everyone loves MPH, right? Um, if you don't know who MPH is, man, I don't even know... I mean, it hasn't been so long for his television show to, have, like, be less relevant. How I Met Your Mother is a show he's from. He plays Barney on that. And then he was in the Harold and Kumar movies as himself. He was also Dookie Hauser back in the day. But he would be Barry Allen. He would be at the beginning. He would be kind of a far, father figure to, to Wally, his professor. He shows up at his lab. Barry causes a huge explosion. It incinerates him, or from what we think, maybe he became one with the Speed Force. We don't know. But from the explosion, Wally gains his powers. Is how I would do it. So those are three that you don't really necessarily need. Now, 
like I said, Robert Pattinson as Batman, Michael B. Jordan as Val Zod, Calvin Ellis. If we're doing Clark Kent, the only thing it just it's just a very, very unique concept because and I heard Kevin Smith, I'm pretty sure he brought this up to Mark Bernard, is like like do you factor in if he's African American? He fucking gets into Kansas, Smallville, Kansas, with a white mom and dad, like is that gonna be a part of you know, the story? It's a, it's a very unique concept. See, if if you can do whatever you want with his origin, if you do make him, like I said, a Velzot or a Kelvin Ellis. So I don't know, whoever, Michael B. Jordan is one of my favorite actors, uh, modern day. I think that he can do no wrong. I think he's intelligent as hell. He wanted to do something like this, and he specifically called out Velzod, like, because of the whole Kansas concept was one of the things he talked about. He wasn't so down with doing Clark Kent, and the question was kind of proposed, like, would they be okay with a black Superman? And he was like, it's not about being okay. It doesn't make sense. I know of Valzad. I'm a big fan. Or maybe he said Calvin. I can't. One or the other. Big fan of that concept. Big comp book geek, you know, if I were to. And then eventually he was trying to. And I don't give a fuck if he ends up being Black Panther because of Killmonger. Or Killmonger comes back in a big way now that, you know, Chadwick Boseman is gone and they don't have him as Black Panther. He can play both to me. I don't give a shit. That whole entire fake concept of, well, he was in this movie for Marvel, so he can't. That's all bullshit. It's all about availability as an actor and how much time that you have of how you maintain your, your the management of what you're doing uh, compared to that. So there you go. I would go Kyle and Jon Stewart. I'm very much basing this off of the, I don't know if Paul Dini worked on it at the time, but Bruce, Bruce Tim, Justice League, Dwayne McDuffie, Bruce Tim, Justice League Unlimited, Grant Morrison, JLA Comics. So those two cartoon series and then that comic book series as a basis for a lot of the stories that they do, the approach, the characters they use. And Jon Stewart was the Green Lantern in the cartoon. And obviously Kyle Rayner was the 90s Green Lantern when Hal Jordan turned to Parallax and forced Oliver Queen to kill him uh, because he was going crazy. I believe that's how he died. Yeah, that's how... What's the name of that comic? Zero Hour. I believe he told... Yeah, yeah. Doesn't matter if I'm wrong, I'm wrong. Yell at me. It's uh, Danels42 on Twitter. Um, But yeah, I will get Oscar Isaac to play Kyle Rayner. A little bit older, but Oscar is such an incredible actor. Yes, I know he's playing Moon Knight. These would be due television series, so it's if he can do it within the schedule... Um, Kyle is Mexican and Irish and it's, it's kind of hard to try to just randomly find that if they can find an actor that fits that better. Great. I know Oscar Isaac, he's Guatemalan he's mixed with, I believe French. Um, but I think that regardless, as far as an actor that can play that role, Oscar would kill it. KG Appa, who was, uh, whatchamacallit, uh, Oh, man, Archie. Um, in the... What did they name that show? Riverdale on the CW. Uh, he's Samoan, Caucasian, but love the red hair. He would be my Wally West, the Flash. And I would actually do Bart Allen eventually if I wanted to introduce him as an African-American, kind of change it up a bit. Um, but 
I want to go a little bit more with the classic look of Barry. I don't like. I, I don't care if if they do. You know, the more modern, which I think it's so stupid that they made the modern Wally West and New Fifty Two African American, and then all of a sudden decided to have the the Caucasian and the fucking both of them in the same. Whatever. If you want to really muddy up the waters that much, go for it. But if the thing about like the new girl playing Supergirl, which I hope is a part of this whole entire thing, um. I don't care about race. It's more, I guess, aesthetics. Like, as long as Wally has red hair, I don't care who the fuck plays him. Uh, I don't think you're going to find people like that one basketball player. God, I can't think of his name, but, you know, he's uh, he was mixed. I think he was African-American. I'm assuming Irish or German, but he had the reddish hair. You're not going to find a random person like that. But if you, people dye their fucking hair. So if, you know, if you if you were to have a black dude play Wally again. Maybe just dye his hair red. The same thing with that girl. I don't give a fuck if she's Hispanic or whatever, if she's playing Supergirl. But I would like her to have blonde hair. I mean, that's something that's done all the time, no matter what, with any race dyeing their hair. So that's my thing. I don't really care about... I think other stuff like that's dumb. Alicia Vikander as Hawkwoman. Yeah, I want to take Hawkgirl. I would call it Hawkwoman. Um, Shara Hall. That specific version from the animated series, who falls in love with Jon Stewart. I want that version in this. I think Alicia Vikander, she's already an Oscar winner. Credible actress. Just her her approach is Laura Croft, even in Ex Machina. She's so diverse as an actress. I think she would take Shire Hall um, and really do a fucking awesome version with it. She's very exotic, European, like the look of her. And uh, the last person I can't pick between Lance Reddick, who also would do a great job voicing Darkseid, I think. I'm still wondering who they got to do that in the Snyder Cut, because I feel like it's going to be someone where like, oh! Um, But either Lance Reddick or um, Ken Watanabe from Godzilla and what other movies? Uh, Inception, he's been in a shit ton of stuff. Uh, Batman Begins. I think they both would do a really good job with that role. And they've both been fan cast for that character for a long time. So I really want that, you know, more more so based um that basically the Justice League Unlimited, uh JLA, you know, Grant Morrison, that concept, their Martian Manhunter, Manhunter was very similar, very introspective, very intelligent, and also having a lot of you know, he doesn't like to expose it, but having a lot of fear about certain things, especially if he's introduced with the White Martians. And then I would introduce certain people later. We have Nubia. Has been around forever. I don't hear anyone fucking bitching about this character. Um, basically, back when Diana's mother made her, she made her out of white clay, and then she made Nubia, her twin sister, out of black clay. Ares took Nubia and taught her to be more in the dynamic of how he perceived things. And then she became a hero later on. She's been having a big run. Rosario Dawson. And I think that the concept of having her think of the past or if Wonder Woman comes back, you know, you can have Superman and Wonder Woman come back, the original ones. Diana, Diana and if you decide to have Val Zod as one of them and then Cal-El is the other one, you know, that's where Henry Golding comes in. But Marina Baccarin as Diana, I think, would look visually really good and also interact really good with Rosario Dawson as Nubia. Um, 
And I think it would just be a cool version of Wonder Woman. She's on the search of her sister. Maybe this Wonder Woman didn't die like the Superman did. Maybe she went missing. Uh, Ricky uh, Whittle as Jon Stewart. I think um, I haven't seen American Gods, but I've heard from a lot of people how incredible he is. So I just like his look, and I'll believe a lot of my friends if they say that he could play Jon Stewart. I'll take it. Uh, Alexander Skarsgård, who just came back. What was that movie? Ugh, I gotta look this up. It's the one where that Jared Leto people said that he played a better Joker than in the films. Um, it just came out. Uh, the little things, but yeah, Skarsgård has not been in shit in a long time. What he wasn't in that movie? Alexander Skarsgård. Sorry, this is very professional. He's in True Blood. Oh, Big Little Lies. That's what it was. Legend of Tarzan. He finally kind of had, you know, he's going to be in The Stand coming out. He's kind of had a renaissance with Big Little Lies. For Aquaman, if we're not doing Momoa, I always thought that he would do a great job playing him. I would go for more of the classic look. You can do the hook hand if you want. Since I don't think that Jason Momoa has necessarily done that. I can't remember. No, he did. Never mind. But like the classic look, the classic costume, blonde hair, his piercing blue eyes. I think that he'd be incredible for that role. And you can kind of give enough time. Once Jason Momoa is dissipated, you introduce this version of Aquaman. And any of the characters that branch off this JLA show, you can make individual movies for afterwards. You're just waiting, you know, for you to be able to use Nubia, Wonder Woman, or even... Marina Baccarin's Wonder Woman, they get introduced in the show, they finish up the actual movies with Gal Gadot, and then if they want to do a film based on it, they can. Um, Travis Fimmel, Love Vikings, I've only seen the first two seasons, I plan on going back and finishing it, but Travis Fimmel as Green Arrow, and Catherine Winnick as Black Canary. Classic look, great chemistry, I think this would be like a no-brainer. And makes sense to have Arrow, Black Canary, come in on something different like this. If you're going to do a movie, do the two of them together. It would make sense. I keep on saying that. Sorry. And then Zico Zakai as Hawkman. Or as Hawkman. Hawkman, uh, who obviously Shair is trying to find Carter Hall. Um, this gentleman, what did I see him in? Zico Zaki. He was in, that's where I've heard about him. He's been in the show FBI for a very long time. And I've heard good things about it. He's just, he's 6'5". Good looking dude. Uh, he's definitely, I think, Persian. Or, I, or maybe, it's probably Egyptian, actually. Apologize. Um, I mean, it makes sense for to have Aquaman from Egypt. So... This would be a good character to finally get introduced later on like they did in Just League Unlimited. Maybe actually extend the storyline with them a bit. But it would, Hawk Girl, or Hawk Woman, I actually, like I said, would call her, would have more of a presence. He would be introduced later, and there would definitely be a love triangle with him and uh, Ricky's, um, whatchamacallit, Ricky Whittle's uh, Jon Stewart and Alicia Vikander. These, these are some big names, I realize that. Some of them aren't. But I think for a show like this, like they're doing now with streaming services, it's very feasible for them to put some money in for this 
to get subscription rates because subscriptions for Netflix at one point was generating more than most movie companies like Disney and Warner Brothers were making in a year um, with their films. So this is the reason why Disney made Disney Plus, HBO Max for Warner Brothers, and so on. So if if you want to put money into it and then take these characters and then make films with them, this is kind of your new way of doing it. Since I think even if he gets to make more films, even if Snyder, or even if the Snyder cuts, that's it. Justice League's got a bad taste in a lot of people's mouths. So change it up a bit. But yeah, that was that was that was uh that was basically my idea. Um, the second season would really start hooking up the Legion of Doom, I think, and kind of introducing him. I would have Jon Stewart come in at the end of the, the first season and join them. Rosario Dawson um, very much at the beginning of the second season. And then Aquaman maybe towards the end of that. And then the next season would have Green Arrow and Black Canary. And then maybe a season after that have Hawk, Hawkman. And if you want to put, like I said, if you want to take Kal-El back, my idea is Henry Golding, but whoever they pick. Maybe a Jewish gentleman, since it was two Jewish writers um, making that character to begin with. So, you know, if you can find a large guy, period, it's very hard to find a Superman-like person. But Henry Golding just seems like a great idea for me. And same thing with uh, Diana, played by Marina Baccarin. You just pepper them in. And, uh, yeah, that would be it. Um, trying to think of any other stuff. I already said that. Um, yeah, I, I just want to see, I want to see DC experimenting with things, but I don't want it to get so convoluted. You can totally finish up these incarnations of the characters, you know, because we're going to see Ben Affleck's Batman again, at least in Flashpoint. So get Henry Cavill in the next Shazam movie. Get him maybe in Black Adam. Well, I guess Black Adam wouldn't work out because they're introducing him. I don't know how that movie's going to be. I don't know if that's just his introduction in the past, and then the next film's going to be Modern Age, maybe against Shazam, but however they decide to do it, um, have Henry Cavill a part of it. So you can kind of flesh out his story. If, if Zach gets another film or two with the success of Snyder Cut, great. Maybe flesh out and get more for Henry and Ben with their Batman and Superman and like I said, then you have the Wonder Woman films with Gal Gadot, however many you want to do. Aquaman, I don't think that Trench movie is coming anytime soon. I'm sorry, I just don't believe. Love James Wan. I think he's a phenomenal director. I don't see that happening. Um, and like I said, then you have Shazam and Flash. And Flash is going to be the most interesting to see what Flashpoint actually does. The fact that we're getting Michael Keaton's Batman in it, Ben Affleck's Batman in it. Very exciting. I just want DC to get a better track record. And once you, these CW shows outside of uh, Superman and Lois kind of start dissipating and, and we don't see them anymore, incorporate the characters in other places. Like I said, just a Brave and a Bold show. Brave and the Bold, I should say. Would be good. But that's it, guys. That's uh, the little ramble, the little Dane rant wanted to do. And like I said, if you're listening to us next Monday, which will be... Let me look at the calendar, guys. So we will be recording on the 8th next week, or the 9th, so either next Monday or Tuesday, and we'll have our review show, me, John Kalina, and Joe Kalina, for WandaVision. So check that out next week. Uh, that's going to be a fun show to do. It'll probably be a Monday Suck episode if we record on Monday, or it'll be another Dane Rants like this. 
So thank you guys so much for listening. Hope you have a lovely evening. Um, and uh, just keep on listening to our stuff, guys. Uh, definitely, like I said, if you're a fan of wrestling, Wrestling Geeks Alliance. We also have Tom Clark, who's an amazing wrestling writer. Uh, he's now writing for Geek Vibes, and he has Tom Clark's main event uh, that he does uh, live, I think, every Friday at noon. So definitely check that out. I was on one of his last episodes before Elimination Chamber. And we got a lot of wrestling stuff to cover this week. Looking forward to it. But thank you guys so much. Y'all have a wonderful evening. And let the geek vibes be with you. And also with you. Sorry, I'm Catholic. Bye! Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill. 